Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is Thursday, February 23rd, and I'm starting early today because the weather is going to be nice. Let, let me start this out with uh, your boy is on week four of walking slash running at least 10 miles a day. Uh, my body is giving out. I know I brought that up yesterday, but I wanted to bring it up. Um, everything that I'm going to say is in the notes below if you're listening uh, on YouTube or if you're listening on a podcast. So when I go over numbers, it's all down below. Um, specifically on this one, NVIDIA blew out. And I mean blew out. Mentioned AI. <laughs> what, a thousand times during their uh, thing? This is Hype Rally 101. Um, and, and, and I want to make sure that everybody knows this. Uh, NVIDIA, the candlestick before the algorithm got you out, but the stock pot is up 10% in pre-market. Um, their guidance was essentially what, what popped them. Um, they, they, again, the AI references, I mean, I think every sentence ended, ended with, uh, AI, uh, they saw tons and, and the data center, uh, revenue was up 11% year over year. That was enormous. Um, so they're taking business away from Intel, taking business away from everybody. They gave semi lukewarm, uh, guidance. It wasn't like, oh my God, we're going to blow things out of the water, but they did up their guidance. But it was considered kind of lukewarm. It's it's up ten percent. Remember, this is a four hundred dollar stock at its height. So I don't want to say that this thing can't continue to run up because you've seen this run up. It is just very very expensive. When we look at the uh, the PE, it's eighty eight. The forward PE is forty four. And I want to take a look at two specific stocks, and I'll post this down below. Because somebody on Twitter wrote this out perfectly. So NVIDIA, 53 times forward, uh, forward cash. Okay. AMD, half of that, 24 times forward cash. Uh, NVIDIA, 48 times earnings per share. AMD, 25 times earnings per share. Uh, NVIDIA, 68 times forward gap earnings per share. Uh, AMD, this is the only one where it's higher, 76 times forward gap earnings per share. So when you're trying to pick out which one you want, actually want, um, you know, in, in your chips, you could buy a chip ETF and just have both of them and enjoy whatever return you have. But if you're trying to decide which chip to go with, um, Nvidia or AMD, because those right now are the leaders and understand, um, just what, 15 years ago, <laughs> Intel was, was the big boy. And Intel cut their dividend. And I told my dad, at, you know, the, after their last earnings, when it runs back up to 30, because it will run back up to 30, 
sell it at 30. He sold at 30. Today it's at 25, 24. I told him when it gets down to 22, he can buy Intel again. Just a great, great trade. I told him, I, you know, hey, high fives over the phone, over FaceTime. Uh, you know, when, you, when your dad tells you, hey, that was a great one, kind of get this like nice feeling. But uh, again, NVIDIA chart is up on the screen and you're seeing it uh, right here. At, it's at 229. It's going to basically sell at 230, which is this gap right there. There's no gaps up here, but this is a $400 stock back in 2021. So I don't want to say that it's not going to continue to run because this run has just been huge. But in this environment, I would not be buying this one today. Uh, that's my, my, my first then. Now next, I'm going to bring up Boyle. I did a YouTube video on Boyle last night, just a one-minute stock analysis. And I said, okay, which one do you want to buy, Boyle or KOLD? Long-term, KOLD still has the momentum. You can see Boyle is still in a 200-day. It is still pointing downward. In a 50-day, it's still pointing downward. In a 21-day, it's still pointing downward. In an, a 9-day, it's still pointing downward. So there's still downward pressure on this stock. This is the 4-hour algorithm. So this would be where I personally would start. And today, we get a cross-up at 486 on Boyle. This wasn't there when I pointed out the, uh, uh, when I did the YouTube video last night, but 486 is the buy. In pre-market, you're trading at 475. If we hold $4 today, if we dip below $4, you can continue to think that, that you can buy boil on a bounce, but if we dip below $4 at any point in time during today on boil, um, I would say we're not in an upward trend. KOLD is still your friend. Now, would I buy KOLD? Hell no, I ain't buying KOLD. If somebody points a gun to my head and said you had to put money into uh, either stock, I would put money into KOLD. But nobody's pointing a gun to your head and saying buy a stock. Be patient. That's part of being a good trader slash investor. We're not in a race. This is you know long term that we're thinking about. We just use these as guides to try and say, okay, we think natural gas has hit a bottom. You guys saw, I posted it on Instagram last night. I essentially went in and I looked, and, and uh, Boyle had a cross-up on uh, the 65-minute candle. Um, and, and we'll look at the 65-minute algo right now. This is just a simple eight-day EMA. When it crosses the eight-day, you buy it. When it goes below it, you sell it. What's ironic is Boyle had a cross-up at 483, and a cross down after a 0.72% uh, gain. So it, the, the algorithm got you out. You'd still be fine at 483. It's trading at 476. But at some point today, you'll probably get above there. Um, but again, if we hold four, I, I think that's your thing. I should Go and watch the YouTube video because I show you intraday, you could have easily made 10, 15% on, on boil. Uh, it wound the day down. You know, this one is winding the day, is going to start the day down. Will we go back up to five or will we go to four? That's what you're looking for. So you're looking for a long-term kind of trend on this one. And right now on the four hour, I, I'm seeing a cross up. And remember, the algorithm is a simple MACD strategy. And, and you're having a cross up on the MACD. But if I expand this MACD, does that give me a 100% sure, oh my God, this is going into a bull run feeling? Hell no, it does not. 
not like this back here in July where we had a cross up at, do, 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 let's see. We had a cross up, I'm going to pull it back, um, at 44.70 in July. Uh, it got you out with a 64% gain and then another buy-in at 94. You went all the way up to 117 back in July from 44. So Boyle was your KOLD. It, this does not have to climb back to the 200-day. This could absolutely 100% do a reverse split, and then all of a sudden you're back at the 200-day. So just, just be careful with this one. I, I don't tend to hold this one a long time, but I did want to bring up Boyle. Um, there was an activist uh, letter yesterday from Dan Loeb and Third Point into uh, Bed, Bath, and Body Works, <laughs> or Bath and Body Works. I guess the bed's out. Um, Bed Bath and Beyond. This is not. This is Bath and Body Works. BBWI. Um, it's a hostile proxy fight. Uh, the stock has popped on this one. Uh, it popped, and today it's down at thirty nine dollars. So the pop yesterday, where it closed at, at about I think forty one eighty nine is where it closed. It's down at thirty nine. Its uh, support is probably around thirty nine. Um, but you do have this gap down here that hasn't been filled between 31 and 35. Dan Loeb's third point says there is absolutely 100% value in this. Uh, I just, I don't see it. But, um, you know, when, when activists get involved with the stock, it usually comes from a place where they're going to extract value out of it and you'll see an increase in the share price. Uh, CRM, and just to kind of stay on the same theme, CRM, which is Salesforce, which your boy owns at about, I think, 180 or something per share is about my average price. Um, I own this one. They have five activists who are currently pushing. Here's what I want you to know about CRM. It is super expensive. I am holding this one long term. I think it's in a retirement account. The PE is 589. The forward PE is 27. So it, it is not something that I think, oh my God. These guys are running a great business. It's fantastic, blah, 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 blah. Um, they are making earnings. They are growing their earnings. Uh, this year, their earnings are expected to uh, reduce, but they have a cost problem. This is not a demand problem for Salesforce. It is a cost problem. They hired too much. They have too much cost on the books. Benioff probably knows this. That's why you have five investors. So five activist investors who are looking for board seats. It's going to be a mess. I would say buy this one closer to the 200-day, which is around 150. But if you're looking for long-term, the algorithm just got you out with a 20% gain. This is the four-hour algorithm. Uh, the algorithm loses you 21% versus buying and holding the actual asset loses you 28%. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily get into this one right now, but if you want long-term, there's five people who've been buying at these prices. So I don't think you're long-term, you're ever going to lose it. Uh, I want to go over, this is a crazy day trade that I saw. L-U-N-R, Intuitive Machines. Um, it's a SPAC. I mean, it was a SPAC. It kind of launched and, and launched yesterday. L-U-N-R is, is the symbol. Um, this one traded all the way from about $10. The algorithm got you in February 15th at $10.40. It went all the way 
to $136 yesterday. <laughs> um, that's crazy. It's opening up at about 96. It's up 20%. LUNR. If you want to get into a stock that's going to trade like crazy, LUNR is going to go nuts. The company didn't appear to release any news. They didn't have any SEC filings. It made its market debut on February 14th, with shares finishing the first session modestly higher, not crazy. Um, Stock jumped 30% the next day, soared 250% on February 16th, and it's continued, continued to just soar. But day trading-wise, you can do that one. Uh, I did look at uh, EPSN for Corey. Uh, on Instagram, e, and I always want to put in ESPN, e, e, EPSN, which is Epsilon Energy. It's a small cap energy stock. I couldn't find anything on this one. Um, EPSN, I don't know. Do they, are they? Yeah, they're on. Um, the PE is three. The dividend is four. Their earnings are coming up um, on March 22nd. Right now, the algorithm has you out. Uh, the RSI is super low at 22. Um, I t- just in looking at this one, the target price is six dollars and sixty cents. Your price right now is five thirty four. Um, there's five stocks that will be winners in 2023 from January 26th. It's in that article. They're a natural gas and oil provider. Um, there are people selling here at seven. So all last year they sold at seven dollars. I would say $7 is your cap. So if you're looking at buying 534, I would say 7. They say they blow out their earnings. It's a natural gas company. They ain't going to blow out their earnings. But say for some reason they do on March 22nd. I think $7 is where you're going. That's it. Your 200 day is at 655. So as long as you're comfortable with it continuing to go down, the PE's not crazy again at 3, but it's a natural gas company. You've had natural gas stuff. So, Corey, my guess would be kind of stay out of that one. It's just, it reached its 52-week low. Uh, it's just bad. Uh, I looked at it on the Seeking Alpha chart. If you want to look at Seeking Alpha, I did that one. Uh, I wanted to bring up a potential catalyst. And I think James pointed this out to me yesterday. But it came to me kind of late in the day. And I was like, oh, yeah, somebody mentioned that to me. Oxy. Uh, O-X-Y. Occidental Petroleum. They have earnings coming up February 27th, which I think is next week. I don't know the date, but today's 23rd, so four days from now. Um, They got you out at about 64. The algorithm got you out. Um, It got you in at 64, got you right out with a slight loss at 64. There's a gap here between 61 and 62. You're trading at 58. This is simply going down based on uh, some just oil. I mean, oil is, is dropping. So Occidental's dropping. Um, I tend to think that it's too low. Is Berkshire getting out of this? Berkshire is reporting BRK.B. Um, they report on... Do, 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 I don't know when they report. I think they report something like um, Friday or, or next week. But I wanted to bring up Oxy because I, it's under 60. I, I've always said 60 is kind of your pivot point on Oxy, just like... Devon, 60 is your pivot point on Devon. Devon is up at 54. I'm going to buy more of both of these today. The other one that I'm going to buy is PXD. PXD has too good a dividend. And you can look it up on Finviz. 
Dividend is 12.7%. I mean, PXD, they had their earnings. They did well. Not crazy good, but they did well. It's on the downside right here. Um, I just kind of think, you know, again, when you look at the 52-week, their 52-week low is 190. They're only 7% above their 52-week low. Their 52-week high is 274. I think energy is still in play. The PE is not crazy at 7.32. The forward PE is not crazy at 8.26. I just think energy is still in play. This one is down 10% year-to-date. Energy is doing horribly year-to-date. And the reason energy is doing horribly, everybody thinks we're going into a recession. In a recession, oil and, and energy just gets knocked down. So that's kind of my reasoning on that one. Um, Trendspider posted a, a, a chart yesterday of QQQ. The last four times the NASDAQ saw a bearish MACD cross above the zero line, it was a signal that the, the Qs went down. Yesterday, it got another one. So if we look at a, I think it's on a daily. Um, yeah. See that uh, uh, cross down, the bearish MACD cross down right there uh, just a couple of days ago on the 17th. Um, that's bearish. Uh, the last four times on average, let me open up this picture. And uh, the last four times on average, you saw about a 15, 11, and a 4% decline. So the fourth time, you still haven't seen the full down, but it crossed down at 30107. And that was where, uh, essentially, on this algorithm, they started a short. It was just a bearish MACD above the uh, the signal line. Uh, I'm sorry, above the uh, the oscillator, the zero line, not the the signal line, the zero line. So uh, that was interesting to me because that would mean for QQQ, you still have more room to go down. So that would mean buying as QQQ. Today, you know, NVIDIA, I said NVIDIA was going to uh, run the market. NVIDIA popped the market. But this is an interesting one in that it is daily. It's a little bit longer. So SQQQ might be your, uh, your, uh, your take on that one. Um, MRNA, <laughs> Moderna and Merck. They announced a melanoma vaccine that works with Merck's Keytrudia, I think is the name of the, the drug. Uh, it extends, um, it, it is seen as 44% more effective than just Keytrudia. Uh, but there are people that are basically yelling that uh, because Merck's um, patent on Keytrudia comes up, there are people saying, hey, look at the patent, blah, blah, blah. That's why they're doing this. They can extend the patent, blah, 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 the whole thing. So uh, right now, Moderna is down 3% in pre-market. The only thing that this could do, if for some reason Moderna comes out, there's two things. Remember, these guys are hype masters, and they had their earnings. Um, they announced pre-market. They're down at 158. That's probably why. But they're hype masters. So they had to announce something around the earnings because the earnings were going to be bad. I would say wait for this one, but I think I've got it in my... Um, in my core portfolio, but I've got it as a trade in the core portfolio. I don't currently own this one. The reason is because the algorithm, your average win is 18%. So if you can wait for this one to come down, 
you can average it about an 18% win. Uh, on the opposite earnings signs, BABA announced earnings. BABA is a buy on anything under 100. Right now it's trading at 145 cents. Um, I would say anything under 100, you get this one. Their earnings are in. The MACD hasn't crossed up. The algorithm has you out. I would say buy it under 100. The the uh, the 200 days right at 90. Uh, yesterday it closed at 94.80. Probably should have said something before that. But under 100, if it dips under 100 today, I think you could buy it and just buy it going long. <clears throat> um, Costco is under $500, 497.26. Just figured I'd tell you that. The 200 days still at 489. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it here. Uh, because it is sliding. Your earnings are coming up March 2nd. Um, retail has been hit a little bit, but you do have gaps up here at about 531, 536. If they give some type of great guidance or if they uh, up the membership charge, you could see a pretty good pop in this one. So you do have the danger of the downside gap at 450 to 460, but eh, whatever. Okay, before I go into the scans, I want to address a question that came up in our private Facebook group about margin. Um, should you use margin on a smaller account? I will preface this with this is a boomer rant. Remember, I'm old, guys. I am old. But I started at that small account that you, the same thing that you were. I posted a, a response. I said, never use margin. Uh, I abide. Remember, I do a fire podcast as well, which I haven't done in a while. I need to start doing it again. But um, that's financial independence, retire early. And part of getting to your quote unquote fire and retiring early is understanding that if you can't afford something, don't buy it. And that goes for stocks. The only debt you want to take on, and I, I Dave Ramsey teaches that no debt is good debt. I teach there is good debt. There's a couple of good kinds of debt. The first debt that you want is a mortgage. In my mind, I don't think renting gets you anywhere. Uh, it is significantly easier to rent because you're not burdened by the headaches of a pipe burst, of a floor that needs to be replaced, of a leaking toilet, um, You know, say your air conditioner gives out, something of the, like that. You're not burdened by if you're renting. Um, so there are benefits to renting, but in my mind, uh, I was always taught housing is a good step to, uh, financial freedom, uh, because housing has traditionally always gone up other than 2008, where it dropped about 20%. Um, and people started buying real estate like crazy, made a lot of millionaires, blah, blah, blah. You're in that realm now where housing has dropped so people are starting to buy. You're seeing it on the, the DRN and DRV. Uh, but going back to margin, if you can't afford it, don't buy it. You should be paying yourself. If you have a small account, say you've got an account of $2,000. Um, that $2,000 should only grow by about $200 every year. But instead of just realizing that it's not going to go from $2,000 to $4,000 overnight, rather than buying a latte, or maybe you bring your lunch and you save $2 a day. So at the end of the week, you've got 10 bucks. Take that 10 bucks and put it into your portfolio. Put it into that $2,000. Pay yourself. Identify that you're the one that needs to get paid. Do not use margin because here's the thing. What we've seen on the markets is when the markets go down, that margin call becomes real. 
So for $2,000, say you take out $500 in margin. Um, you know, say you take out, I don't know how much margin they would give you on a $2,000 account, but realize they're hoping that you basically get a thousand dollar, uh, you know, a thousand dollars in the hole on the margin. And then they call can call in a margin call and take the money, take the stocks, liquidate your assets. Boom. They they've made their money. Um, that's essentially what they're after. So I, I would say do not trade on margin whatsoever. Doesn't mean it hasn't worked for other people. If you're an experienced trader and you actually understand stocks and you have a 70%, 60% win rate, you know, track your win rate. But in my mind, I was at that $2,000 or $1,000. I remember I had a $500 portfolio. Um, it, at that point in time, it cost $50 to actually make a trade. So my $500 went into an S&P tracking fund. Um, and it, it, essentially, it was just there. And I, I didn't trade it. It got to about $1,000 because I kept adding to it and kept adding and adding and adding. Um, and every time I would add to buy something, I would have to basically pay 50 bucks. So I, I, I've been in your position. Nobody, it's not a, a quick, get rich quick kind of thing. Margin can absolutely make sense in certain times. But I would say if you've got a full-time job and you're trading on margin, you're rolling the dice. I mean, just, just gamble on sports. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Um, but again, if you're an experienced trader and you have an understanding of it and you can get in and out pretty quickly, go ahead, use margin. Uh, there's a reason Robinhood is going bankrupt. Uh, not because they don't have margin people. It's because most of the margin people have moved to uh, other brokerages uh, and they understand that margin was just something that was fun. And, you know, a lot of accounts, it's, it's kind of been proven. A lot of accounts with Robinhood went to zero. And so these guys just don't have the trading that they have. Um, it wasn't even that they, they moved brokerages. It's just that the, the accounts went to zero because there were margin calls. So just be careful. I would say no margin is good margin. And, and I wrote in my response, I still remember that $500 uh, trading account. I think it made, made its way to about $3,000 um, when they started lowering the cost to about $10 per trade. Um, and I got to about three grand. And I remember I had a $500 trade and, you know, I, I said to myself in this sticks, this is what, 40 years ago, um, may almost 40 years ago, probably 35, maybe 30 years ago, between 30 and 40 years ago, but it still sticks in my mind that $500 trade that I made, I went and I bought a stereo for my car. Imagine what that $500 would be today. <clears throat> so I, 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 from that point forward, I didn't make decisions like that. So I, I basically went and I said, okay, I'm going to be a little bit more methodical about my investing, about putting my money where I think it is. And again, even $10 per trade. Imagine every time you traded. So you, you buy, you paid $10. You sell, you paid $10. Uh, you buy, you paid $50. You sell, you paid $50. So th th there's a lot of um, benefit in the market now that, that you guys have that none of us who are older had growing up. Uh, wanted to bring up a couple of scans that, that I saw, um, and I hope I'm not missing anything. I went down my, my, my list here. Oh, earnings. <clears throat> There's a couple of earnings 
uh, this today that have come up. Uh, Melly, after the belt, which is one of the podcast sponsors, by the way. And, and FYI, I don't get paid for this podcast. Absolutely don't get paid. I do this 100% for free. There are three ways that I make money. There, are, there is the Trendspider. Uh, I'm an affiliate with them. So when you sign up for Trendspider below, I do get an affiliate um, portion of that. Uh, the second is Visible. And I want to thank everybody who signed up for Visible. I woke up one morning, I think this week, and wow, I had a ton of Visible subscribers. Um, like referrals. There's a link down below because I do say that the podcast is sponsored by Visible. All I get is is money off of my phone bill. It's the same thing that you would get referring your mom. So I get money off my phone bill, but it's more cachet and makes me have a little more clout if I say we're sponsored by Visible. But I get phone dollars off my phone bill. You get $20 off your first phone bill. I get $20 off my phone bill. Uh, so thank you for everybody that signed up. And the third way that I get money is from Anchor Playing Ads. That's it. Other than that, when you guys tip me, those are the four four sources of income for this. So the amount of work, I usually put in about six hours, I would say it's six to seven hours a day between research, uh, which is stuff that I would be doing anyway. Uh, my goal is to educate you. Uh, we're not in a competition. I'm not looking to you know, make a fortune off of this. But just to be perfectly clear, that's how I get paid. That's all that I want to get paid for. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to, you know, the, the only reason I do the fire podcast is to try and educate. I'm not looking to get rich off of this stuff. Um, I did have my second, uh, somebody here in Atlanta, uh, I was sitting down at a vegan place and they walked up and they said, Hey, are you Gary? I said, yeah, <laughs> uh, at Miss America, I got noticed as well, but yeah, somebody said, Oh, are you Gary? I said, yeah. So, uh, I've gotten two people noticing me. Uh, so, Melly has earnings. This is uh, the Amazon of Latin America. Right before earnings, ironically, you have a uh, cross-up. Now, I don't think that they're making money. Let me look at them re real quickly. Uh, uh, they are making money. It's just a 210 PE. Huge PE. No, um, no dividend. They're up 30 2% year to date. So uh, they do have earnings coming up. You can read about it. Uh, they were New Street resumed coverage. <clears throat> the average price target is 1283. They're trading at 1118. So that's a little bit expensive in my mind. If we take a look at some of the uh, buys, looks like most people bought on the insider list at about eight, nine hundred dollars. <clears throat> there was a sale at about a thousand dollars. But that was back on March 7th. Nobody's really bought anything since March, so probably not applicable. Um, but I would read the article, What's in Store? Uh, but they do have earnings later today after the bell. Uh, let's see. It is post-market on February 23rd. So that's today. Melly has earnings. Uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up, too, somebody asked me, and I forget who it was, but to look at Square. Uh, and what they wanted to do was sell before. Uh, before the earnings, and then hopefully buy when they crashed. The algorithm got you in at $80, got you right out with a slight 4% loss on a day where the market was just down. Um, this is a run from 61 all the way up here to 90. So a good run got you out with a 23%. The algorithm just makes you what you would if you bought and held. 
62% loss uh, on this one in the algorithm over a two-year period, 67% loss if you just buy and hold. Um, Square is one that, in my mind, this MACD is low enough. Um, let me look at PayPal real quick to see what they're... When do they report as well? PayPal reported, and you can see PayPal reported, and it's just continued to slide. Uh, they probably gave weak guidance. I would say that you're coming up on a MACD cross up here on PayPal. I would say that you're coming up on a MACD cross up on Square. I don't know why I'd think that Square would have some type of positive news or something positive when PayPal is already reported. Um, it is well above its 200 day. The 200 days at 66. Um, you got gaps all the way down. I don't see a ton of gaps on the way up. Um, I don't think that, you know, it, I personally hold this one at a significantly higher price. I think it's around 140 is my average purchase price. I've been buying some down here, like one or two shares, not tons. Um, but I did have a big position at, uh, the time significantly before. I mean, if we take a look at a weekly chart of this one, I had a position that was purchased right around here, probably 150 or so. So uh, I do need to probably add to my position. I'm just not looking at this one as a, oh my God, it's going to pop. There's a lot of competition in this space. They're not making money. They're up 16% year to date. Um, downgrade, the average uh, uh, target price is 90 when you're trading at 72. Um, that could go down based on their earnings. You can see sales all across at 50, at 60. Nobody's buying this one from inside. Everybody's selling from the inside. And they're selling large dollar amounts too. Here at 80, 88, they're selling huge dollar amounts. So I think your cap is probably around the 80s. But I think they probably know something's up. I would say at, at, at very least, if you're looking at the four hour, um, your floor is the 200 day at 66. So 66 is, you're trading at 72. You still have $6 to actually give back. That would be my take on Square. Um, Baba reported earnings. And I think I went over this one. $100 is the, the pivot point on that one. Uh, RVLV, which is Revolve Group. Uh, they have earnings. And, and the only reason I bring this one up is because it's kind of like Square, but it's right on that 200 day. And you can see this one pop from about 24 to 26. I think you could see that on a good earnings pop. Um, RVLV is the, the, the one that I'm looking at. Uh, their PE is 23, so it's expensive. It's internet retail. I think this is a beauty manufacturer. Yeah, online fashion for consumers. Um, Revolve and F FWRD. Um, you can see sales from insiders uh, from April around 52. You haven't touched 52. Uh, so I, I do think that there's, a, there's an opportunity for this one. Year to date, you're up 14%. Uh, your average target price is 26.94. So uh, I do see resumed coverage uh, on February 7th from BTIG Research, and their target price is 35. So uh, read the Martley Fool article, three growth stocks for the next 10 years and beyond. That probably would give you an idea, a better idea. But I saw this one and, uh, on the earnings, and I said, you know, around the 200-day, it probably makes sense on this algorithm. With that RSI down, if they report something good. Now, again, you got $0.22 cents back in August. 
You got 16 cents in November. So it's been on a bit of a slide. So be careful. But I did see those. Uh, that's the earnings, the four. Melly, Square, Baba, and Revolve. Uh, Melly, uh, Square, Baba, Revolve, Revolve Group. Uh, let's go over scans. The first one that with a cross-up is Pan W. Uh, I own this one. I own it in a big way. I own it right. I think the average purchase price I have is about 180 because I bought in uh, at, at about 183 in a big way. And I brought it down by buying a little bit here. This is part of our core, portfo core portfolio. Uh, they're making money. Uh, it is a, a good business. Nobody's cutting back on their cybersecurity. Uh, people are adding to it. Uh, and any CTO that's cutting back is crazy, out of his mind. But Pan W crossed up. So you're going to get a cross up here. It's a secondary cross up. The initial cross up was here on December 30th at 138. Imagine you bought that at 138. It's a good stock. Pan W. Uh, we went over Boyle had a cross up. So Boyle is, ooh, and it popped. It's at 504. So the market hasn't opened, but the mar <laughs> they've run this all the way up past $5. So again, I think you've got good positive uh, movement on this one. Boyle. Uh, another one, I hate the stock, love the company. And, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I hate the stock, but I love the company, App Harvest. They do organic fruits and vegetables in a controlled environment. Um, this is one that uh, we've, we've discussed before. I think somebody from New Zealand uh, brought this up to me, and it was years back, or a while back last year. I think it was around the August earnings. And she had said, yeah, I bought this at, at around $2.97. It's run up here. And I want to hold it through earnings. And I said, just don't hold through earnings. I said, they're just, it's an expensive business to be in. They're losing money, blah, blah, blah. We're down at 94 cents. This was interesting though. December 22nd, you were at 58 cents. And that was where it bought in. You made 150% off of this one. Now you're at 94.14 and their earnings are coming in at March 9th. You've got a huge dip in this one. Uh, read up on it. They're not making money. Again, I love the company. Uh, hate the stock. Uh, um, social media, pins crossed up. P-I-N-S. This is Pinterest, 2527. Uh, the MACD is well below the zero line uh, on a cross up. I think this one could run to 27. Their earnings are already done, so you don't have any quote unquote catalysts on this one that are coming out. But I do think you, you've got an uh, Elliott management, I think, is the, uh, the investor in this one where they took it over um, around here. I think in November was where it was announced. That's where you're seeing the gap. Um, but it's hugging that 200-day. And you can see it's using that 200-day as, quote-unquote, resistance. So I think 25, 25, 27 on pins is good. A business that I've said, um, uh, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. But that doesn't include bad business. <laughs> And Lyft is losing money. Ride sharing has become a significantly more expensive. They're having trouble getting drivers. They don't do food. They just do ride sharing. Uh, that gap that you see between 15 and 1186, uh, you can see right after earnings, they kind of climbed a little and then they've lost. They don't have confirmation. The RSI is down 31. I just 
don't see anything, but you do have a cross up here at 1075. This is an interesting one because there's no catalyst. You're just looking for the reaction for it coming back up to its 200-day to $12.78. That would be a nice 20%. But I can't be a, a good uh, investor and think that, hey, it's just going to go back up to the 200-day because you know what? That 200-day could come down to that stock price just if it kind of flutters like it has. But 1075 lift went up. And when I say... Um, you can't make a good business. Lucid reported yesterday. There was a bunch of Tesla news about Tesla keeping their engineers in uh in um in California and Elon kind of you know making a statement with Gavin Newsom, who's the 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 CEO. Um there it wasn't it was kind of ironic that they did it on the same day that Lucid announced earnings. Lucid what you know, Peter, I forget his last name, the CEO, he's the guy that designed the Model S. He's the CEO of Lucid. The only thing you're hoping for, I think that Lucid said they had like $1.4 billion, which gets them to July. So if they can't turn a profit by July, they have to raise more money. And where are you going to get that money from? Uh, the reason you went from six all the way up here, and on this day in particular, which was January 27th, where it ran all the way up to 17. The rumor was the Saudis were going to take them private. The Saudis have the money to actually buy back all of the stock, and they would have to buy it at a, a, a pretty good, you know, positive thing. But they're not making money. They have trouble with deliveries. This is a $120,000 vehicle. They don't get subsidies from the government. Uh, they are launching lower priced, but you are currently in a production crunch. And they can't produce the vehicles. They can't deliver them because nobody wants to pay that price. And they can't produce them fast enough. So uh, that's where I would say, you know, take a look at Lyft. It's just a business that's kind of dying. Um, take a look at Lucid. It's just a business that's dying. And, and try and understand, you know, you can trade around these, but I, I would be careful. And boy, let's go over to uh, Active Trader Pro, Boyle. Boyle has all the confirmation in the world right now as far as like the current five minute. Oh, oh no, it just died. Uh, it's trading at 501. So uh, interesting to see all of this. There we go. It does have all the confirmation in the world. South Sides Bollinger Bands. So as we head into nine o'clock hour, uh, Boyle has a good run going at $5. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. I'm going to keep it to 40 minutes today. Uh, I am trying to get outside. Uh, if you made it this far, hit the thumbs up on, um, on the YouTube. If you made it this far, just rate me. Uh, if you did make it this far and you're listening on the podcast, go over to YouTube. There's a link tree down below. Just go to YouTube and hit subscribe. Nothing more than that. You don't have to like a video. You don't have to watch a video. Just hit the YouTube thing and subscribe. You'll get my videos. I did a one-minute uh, look at Boyle and KOLD yesterday. I continue to say if this thing holds $5, you're in an upward trajectory. If it uh, goes below $4 at any point in time today, uh, then KOLD has all the, 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 the kind of momentum. So, uh, But go to YouTube, watch that video. Uh, just hit the five stars. And again, if you want TrendSpider, uh, the link is down below, 25% off. I think they had 35% during President's Day. If you want access to my algorithm, I, I, high, I just give it to you. I mean, I just help you set it up. Um, you can use that as a guide. The 65-minute algorithm is outlined on the YouTube video, which I did with David Yoakum. 
Uh, if you have any other questions, oh, and if you want a phone service down below, um, you know, visible, 30 bucks a month. It's great. I use it all the time. I, and you guys know I walk 10 miles a day. Um, I have the same, same service that anybody paying, you know, 80 bucks a month to Verizon has. Same service. So uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.